0: Welcome to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, a conversation about representation in comics and related media. I am your host, Rain Coleman, and in this episode, we are going to discuss the Super Soldier Serum. Serum infusion, beginning in 5, 4, 3, 2, on now Mr. Stra. Hear Probably too late to go to the bathroom, right? We will proceed. Are normal. That's 50%. 60 70 Demon! Demon! Shut it down! Demon! Shut it down! down. Kill the reactor, Mr. Scott! Turn it off! Kill it! Kill the reactor! No! Don't! I can do this! let Okay, so before getting into any history, any details about the Super Soldier Serum, I want to read off a few names to you. Sentry, Black Widow, Isaiah Bradley, Luke Cage, Sam Wilson Falcon, Bruce Banner, Ultimate Universe, The Patriot, Jack Morgan, William Burnside, Roger Aubrey, Destroyer, Josiah X and none other than Captain America. <laughs> Woo, okay, so we're we're gonna get to it. Now, when you're listening to this episode of the podcast, use that hashtag CBN Pod. Let me know you're listening. Let me know you're out there. Let's make this a conversation. Follow me on Twitter at Carefree Blur. That's the most immediate way to get in touch with me. All other social medias is Carefree black nerd, and if you must, send me an email. Let me know what's on your mind, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Hmm, okay, so Super Soldier Serum. I figured I'd take a crack at uh, breaking down this oddly, I don't know, this odd, odd serum we have on our hands. So for those of you who are in the know <laughs> and have been around for the last, like, decade, Captain America's probably the most famous Super Soldier Serum recipient. Say that five times fast. And so we're going to go through the history of the serum itself. This is a show about representation in comics and related media. Uh, but, you know, I think that Super Soldier Serum is important enough. And it's not just a race thing. It's like it. it a lot of people have... have um, have encountered been injected with have been adjacent to the ceremony i think it's really important it's one of those things in comics where um we hear it and some of us know because we were there from the beginning some of us are really deep into comics some of us don't some of us just understand this made captain america strong but i think it's one of those things in comics specifically marvel where uh, having a better understanding will kind of help you going forward so it's one of those things where if you're in class it's not a book that's required to read but if you do a little uh reading in this book a lot of the other books that you read might make a little bit more sense if i'm making sense (laughs) okay so let's get right into it let's get into the details now the official name for the serum is super soldier serum it also has been named super soldier formula uh, I would have gone by FLAG, F L A G, that stands for Full Latent Ability Gain. Um, there's no one who owns it currently, but there have been countless people involved with it, and it has been closely tied to the Weapons Plus program. And Weapons Plus, y'all, y'all know, you mutant fans out there, you know Weapons Plus. Uh, let's see physical characteristics there are none It's, it's like different models that it'll come in so it could be the first second or third version so there's no physical characteristic per se let's see uh this the origins so this is a formula capable of enhancing human beings to super soldiers the exact formula given to steve rogers is unknown there have been many attempts to duplicate it but never successful according to private Beho White, a Dr. Anderson, according to uh, uh, indicate I'm sorry, indicated that potassium was one of the chemicals used in its formulation. And I really like that too. So in a world where you have so many legacy characters and so many spin offs of this and that and so many reproduces of this and that and the argument could be made about who the official first captain america whatever all that aside but i do like this idea that captain america got the first super soldier serum and the ingredients or the the breakdown or the makeup of it is unknown so that we still do in later years get these other super soldiers but no one is quite like captain america And that's not to say that he's necessarily better. That's not even to say that he has the best version of the formula. But I do like that idea that with him being created so long ago, and this kind of kicked off with him, I like this idea that he has a particular version of the serum that no one has been able to duplicate. And hell, maybe they have, and they just don't know it, you know? So I do like that. It kind of sets him apart, even though, you know, I'm not a huge Cap fan, but, you know, it's Cap. (laughs) So, this serum exists in uh, Earth-616, which is the main Marvel continuity. It's in other Earths as well, but this is where it originated. The lead designer was a Dr. Abram Erskine. And some of these names, y'all already know. I shouldn't have to say this, but I am going to butcher them severely. I butcher names severely. (laughs) Um, Additional designers have been Project Rebirth. Um, It was created in Germany. And the creators of the actual Super Soldier Serum, like in real time, are Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. And this serum first appeared in Captain America Comics number one back in December of 1940. Yo. Yo. Okay. So, we got the details. Now, let's move on to the power set. Like, what... What does the Super Soldier Serum actually do? How does it affect you? What does it change? Let's get into that. So, the most common power or ability granted by the Super Soldier Serum is that of peak human potential. Now, this means that the individual, the person receiving the injection or the serum, is stronger, faster, and more durable than the finest human athletes. Uh, They're capable of lifting around 800 pounds over their heads, running at speeds of 30 miles per hour or possibly even more. And due to the Super Soldier Sim's ability to counteract the lactic, lactic acids in the muscles that cause fatigue, this allows the person to maintain strenuous, hard activity, physical activity for up to 12 hours on end before getting tired, which that That helps. That helps a lot in battle. (laughs) Um, For example, um, a policeman stated that Josiah's stamina allowed him to almost never tire. The super soldier serum increased the individual's metabolism, allowing them to heal faster than normal humans, which that's always good. The super soldier serum also increased the individual's durability. This allows the person to really get up. I ain't going to say walk off like it's no problem, but get up. After falling several stories high, <laughs> like, you imagine getting pushed off of a, a hospital building and you wake up and you, you okay. Um, also, and this is the thing that I really enjoy because with comics is always this sliding scale of time where everyone is perpetually 25 years old, like for years and decades even. But this, I like this explanation. So with the serum it also grants the person immunity to disease, illness, and poisons known to man uh, due to their body's ability to process it faster than the effects can take harm on their body. So not to, I feel like it's a way of having a character stay young, stay able, and stay kind of around and you kind of loophole yourself into oh captain america you still look you know 27 since the 1940s and yeah we know real-time continuity that's a long ass time but like in comics because everyone has to look so young and so fit and so thin all a damn time i think this is one way of making that make sense not for everybody but for those who do have this this super soldier serum now this includes most drugs and alcohol which has no effect on the serum uh recipient. For instance, Steve Rogers stated that in his enhanced metabolism does not allow him to get drunk. I like that too. Like that too. Yeah. Um also the serum can uh, affect the brain. This can allow the person to retain and recall any information they take in. So another thing I like about it because it's not necessarily making you smarter but let's say you take the serum and you read i don't know billions of books you're retaining that information and can pull it back out when needed I, ah man so again it's a way of just enhancing a human and not making them be magical and cosmic and you know all of this stuff. it's just a really enhanced human so they can recall any information so we're going to say Captain America again for example he possesses an enhanced mind and is able to remember any m- military tactic and can apply to any situation. The serum increases your reflexes beyond that of normal humans and non-enhanced peak humans. For example, Black Widow was able to dodge gunfire from uh, this character's cybernetic arm, which, you know, if you're human, you should be able to do that. The serum also uh, dramatically dramatically prevents you from aging due to regeneration of healthy cells. For instance, Dr. Curden has stated that Natasha don't age as fast. Which, again, I think that's such a, a interesting way to have these characters stay young and it not... And it makes sense. It's something that you now have to scratch your head at. Like, again, it's been since 1940s and Cap is still, it's almost, you know... He should be up there. In a, so I like that. Now let's get into the history of the Super Soldier Serum, which actually you shouldn't even really be considered a serum because it's actually a few different processes that make up the serum. But we'll just say serum, you know, for consistency sake. So the Super Soldier Serum has a few folks who I've named earlier in the episode, a few notable people who have been injected with it and have been enhanced by it. Now, in addition to them, we have a Protocide, who was enhanced via an SSS variant, and then a Union Jack, who was enhanced via a different version of that SSS variant, which I like that idea because now it's not just America, the United States, who has their hands on this uh, formula, this serum, I like that we have other countries uh, with their own versions. I do like that, because it gets a little bit more drama up in there. Now, different variations of the serum have been developed over the years, which included greater mutations than peak human capabilities. So, you, we have the peak human, but then we got you got another step up. Whew. Now, with this, so far, they say that Captain America is quote-unquote the perfect man. I don't subscribe to that. He cool, like he's been around the longest, but... Ratio. So the more powerful the variant comes with more strange side effects that may also include mental deficiencies. So that's something to be you know wary of as well. With more power comes greater the side effects. So there is this project, and I'm going to butcher this name. uh, Project Nietzsche. N i e t z s c h e. I'm going to say Project N going forward. Because this... Niger- I'm sure I'm saying that incorrectly. Now, John Steele was captured during World War I. His body was kept in stasis in a lab located in Frankfurt, Germany. Back in February of 1941, Nazi scientist Dr. Abraham Ertzkind and Professor Eric Schmidt sought to unlock the secrets of John Steele's abilities. They went to do this for Project N. They also hoped they'll use the Homo Moranus DNA... But the mission to retrieve that failed horribly. Now, Dr. Erskine defected to the United States of America with the help of Nick Fury, taking his work with him. In the summer of 1941, his Jewish ancestry was discovered by none other than the Red Skull. So, let's take a moment. I am sick and tired of the Red Skull. That man is annoying as shit. (laughs) I'm sorry, i'm going through and i'll link in the show notes below going through the 101 history of falcon sam wilson god he is a pest man okay so red skull found out that dr erskine was jewish and he ordered Schmidt (laughs) to be taken to a concentration camp like what is wrong with you what is wrong with you skull so imprisoned by the nazis and also dying Schmidt asked someone named Brian Falsworth to keep the sample of the super soldier formula that he had concealed on his person from falling into the hands of the Nazis. Now, he had this concealed in a flask, uh, so homeboy Falsworth, he took it and he drank the contents of the flask. He was immediately enhanced by the super soldier formula and Falsworth escaped and became the costume fighter of the Nazis within Germany himself known as the Destroyer. So, I mean, kudos to you, but why didn't you take the doctor with you? (laughs) Now, Masterman Man, uh, Wilhelm Lohmer, was subject to the Nazi version of the Super Soldier Serum. Although the formula was derived from the original Super Soldier Serum, the original one that gave Captain America his powers, Lohmer gained abilities exceeding those of Captain America, which is like, Y'all didn't have to do that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so in the States, Dr. Erzkind developed the first super soldier serum as part of the top secret U.S. government experiment known as Operation Rebirth. He was now codenamed Professor Reinstein. To hide his identity, now the first and most successful recipient of the Super Soldier Serum, which again I'm going to Super Soldier Serum, Super Soldier Serum, say that three times fast. The first recipient of the Super Soldier Serum was Steve Rogers, selected by General Chester Phillip of the US Army to undergo testing. Rogers was at last administered to Super Soldier Serum, given part of the compound intravenously, and another part orally. Rogers was then bombarded by Vita Rays, a special combination of exotic this is back in nineteen forty one, y'all. Exotic wavelengths of radiation designed to accelerate and stabilize the serum's effects on his body. Which I'm like, man, what if y'all had killed this boy? Like you doing all this Steve Rogers emerged from the Vita Ray Chamber with an enhanced body as perfect as can as a body can be. Now a, a Nazi spy. Who saw the whole experiment, murdered Dr. Erskine minutes after <laughs> this is not funny, so soon as Steve stepped out, about one or two minutes later, like I would even say five minutes later this Nazi spy killed Dr. Erskine like, uh, Erskine died without fully committing the super soldier formula to paper this left Steve Rogers the sole beneficiary of that genius. So, again, I do like the idea that we have this Super Soldier Serum. Steve Rogers is the only one with that original version, and though we may have others that some that can make you, you know, enhance like the Destroyer, and some that maybe not be as potent, he's still the original. I like that. Now, let's move on to the attempts to reproduce Project Rebirth. Now, after losing the secrets of Super Soldier Serum with the death of Dr. Erskine, the United States Army still wanted to produce more Super Soldiers like Steve Rogers. Of course they did. Colonel Walker Price and Dr. Wilford Na- Nagel, mm, Nagel? Nagel, N-A-G-E-L, do that what you will. They forcibly recruited Isaiah and 300 other African American soldiers to serve as test subjects to recreate the Super Soldier Serum. <sighs> To keep this operation secret, families were sent letters informing them that the soldiers had died. However, Faith refused to accept Isaiah's death and continued to look for the truth. Now, taking a quick little break here, I'm going to also link Carefree Black Nerd episodes issues 28, 29, and 30 in the show notes. These are three issues covering Isaiah Bradley, Josiah Al-Hajj Sadiq, and Eli Bradley. These are three black men who follow the story of isaiah and faith through the years with the super soldier serum this is a father a son and a grand and a grandson excuse me so i'm going to link those in the show notes so you can listen to those as well i think those would be worth it it gives a little bit of context and backstory here now of the 300 african-american soldiers only a handful of men survived this gruesome process which again is like You're trying to recreate rebirth, but then you take 300 black soldiers. You don't even get a mix of everybody. You target these 300 black men and put them through this rigorous testing where most of them died. The majority of them you murdered. Ah, Which is why, again, as much as I enjoyed that first episode... Of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I just, there's something about, ugh, whatever. So, of the 300 African-American soldiers, only a handful of men survived this horrible and gruesome process. Now, these survivors became a covert black ops team. After only a few missions, only Isaiah, Maurice Canfield, and Sergeant Luke Evans remained. So, out of 300 damn black men, only these last three remain. Thanks a fucking lot, U.S. While waiting in Sinatra, Portugal, for the arrival of Captain America, Maurice discovered the truth about his parents' death. Enraged by the information coupled with PTSD and an exaggerated thyroid gland, Maurice was led into a confrontation resulting in his death. The death of Sergeant Evans and the severe injury of Isaiah put private merit... (sighs) Bro, like, so, again, even... So, let me take a a quick little sideline here. So, with comics, uh, there's conversations about social justice warriors and snowflakes and sensitive folks and this, that, and the third. And that comes from a vocal majority or vocal dominant group that fails to even try to understand how harmful a lot of things a lot of media and specifically comics have been and so you get to a point in current day in present day when we now have words and terminology and 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 think pieces and whatnot things to help you understand a lot of people who went misunderstood for a very long time and now as comic book companies creators consumers we have to deal with the past much like with anything with tv and movies and whatnot but we have to deal with the past and how horrific and how oftentimes problematic the past has been and it's funny to me when people get on their soapboxes and get upset that people like let's say eddie murphy is you know issuing an apology for something that he uh did in his comedy routine from decades back or when people are trying to course correct these missteps in comics continuity or just in general. And it's like you're really upset at these people for trying to acknowledge the past and set it right. Because for you, it doesn't fall in your wheelhouse. It's something that upsets and angers you. And that's that's, that's so odd to me. And when you think about black people in comics, the really immediate at all it's 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 always an interesting it's always an interesting thing to look at because for the most part these black people are written drawn edited by white people there's a and we get certain stories like this and and we get certain backstories and we get certain ways in which they're coloring or drawing people and it's like man, so now that we finally have a creative team where they can acknowledge that black hair is different, that skin complexions are different, that vernacular is different, you know, that mannerisms and certain things that we do are are different, now it's a problem. That, that is so odd to me. So i say all that to say that when it comes down to something like you've taken 300 African-American soldiers, I don't care how fictional this story is, And we've ended up with three alive. And then we ended up with one with mental health issues dealing from these experiments where now we have one alive. It's like, man, a lot of this stuff does hit close to home. You have the Tuskegee experiment. You have slavery. You have so many things that have gone on in the past just 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Not even mentioning the last 400 years that how do you get, how do you, how do you look at comics now? And say, oh, they're so political, this isn't where it belongs. But then you look at Captain America punching Hitler, fighting a Nazi. And you, like, how do you look at those two things? And there's this cognitive dissonance where you're like, oh, well, you know, that was back in the day. Almost like you're romanticizing the past, like this whole Holocaust, slave trade, uh, murder of trans and queer people is something that's just part of this beautiful canon that you have that. It only exists in a fictional space. These are real things that happen, and these real things show up in media like comics, like stories. I mean, look at Lovecraft. That nigga was horrible, and a lot of his horrible views were put into his books that are lauded as these amazing things that people you just have to get your hands on and read. And so now, I just man, it's just it's wild. It really is. And I don't think I have the range to speak on the shitty way in which Asians have been treated throughout history. And I bring it up because we now in present day are having this in surge, this, this explosion of the Asian community being attacked off of this COVID shit, which again, you can look at as another fucking misstep of. The politics of the last few years. How in the hell did we fumble this ball so poorly with COVID to the point now where some of the words and actions of the former, sit- former sitting president now are showing up in ways where these large sections of these Asian communities are being attacked? Old people. It's like, goddamn, like, no, I was just, I don't know. All, all I'm saying is if you look at comics, And you are upset that certain storylines are now addressing the wrongs of the past, are making more visible people in communities now who didn't maybe have names for themselves or didn't have that representation before, then that's a problem. That's something that you might need to revisit because comics out of all mediums is the one place, well, books too, prose books, but comics specifically where you can visually see what's on the page and you don't have to use your imagination fully is one medium where, yeah, you want people should show up and show these other different sex of people And that's the whole, that's the foundation that this podcast was even built on. The fact that we have countless Superman, Batman, Spider Man comics where it's a white person on the page, on the cover. And you get a little bit of maybe a Luke Fox here, or a little Sam Wilson there or something, or a little Nubia on the side. And that's an issue. It's like this, the existence of this black person, this person of color, this trans person, this differently, this handicapped person does not diminish the stories you already have. It does not take away from the constant reprint of these Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man books that you're going to continue to get. Because I, I figure, I don't give a damn, if Nubia had... 600 issues that comes out in one day there's still going to be a shit ton of wonder woman it's still gonna be a shit ton of batman it's gonna be a shit ton of superman you're not losing your white face because people of other communities are being represented that is so fucking frustrating it is so aggravating and motherfuckers do this as if they don't understand it, and it doesn't take a lot So, I'm going to (laughs) get back on track here, but just know that it could all be so simple. So, alrighty guys, so let's get back into this super soldier serum. Now, the U.S. military began experiments to duplicate Isaiah's powers, and to this day, they harvested blood from Isaiah before the super soldier serum made him super durable. Now, 38 failed attempts occurred before Josiah was finally carried to term. A young African-American girl, matching Faith's blood type, served as a surrogate mother. But when she discovered the truth about what the child would be used for, she escaped with Josiah, which is like, kudos to her. And you know, this is probably might be a little twisted, but I love those stories where there is a woman who either has a child or is like surrogate guardian or mother or parent figure of a child. And they're like, Oh, I have to get this person away. Like, uh, think of Logan and uh, Laura Kenny with uh, Homegirl from Orange is the New Black being like, I got to get her out of here. Like, I don't know. It's something about that. And I do like how it was played out in Logan. Cool. But I also like when the woman has to. Take that child and then like that's their story. It's not. Let me pass you off to this person. Uh, and really, it could be anyone, but I specifically women. And I'm I'm hoping that this doesn't lump me into some type of like sexist mindset. But it's just something about the idea of uh, a woman working at a place or being around a space where it is clearly or or she becomes aware that this place is detrimental to this kid or to these kids, and like charges then it's like all right i'm taking care of this because the same thing happened um also in laura's appearance was it in x-men evolution when she first appeared in the cartoon it was the same thing so i just i like that i like that idea that nah i'm gonna take this baby or my baby and get the fuck on and now we got like a cross-country uh chase uh trying to figure out (laughs) where this woman at give us back this baby i like i just i like that i like that Yeah, So yeah she was like nah ah, I'm out of this motherfucker get my baby we gone So let's move on to Another um, Version of the super soldier serum So Black Widow the Black Widow Ops Program the Soviet Union Created a program named Black Widow Ops And Natasha Romanoff Was one of the infant females That received a special treatment (coughs) Excuse me Designed by a biochemist named Dr Uh, Hmm Ludmila kudron i feel like i'm saying that right kudron created the female version of super soldier serum to enhance immune system lifespan and physical attributes now with this one i would like to know why the super soldier serum because there's been so many different variations why did it have to be altered for women i really would like like if there's an incontinuity explanation and someone knows, let me know, use that hashtag CBMPod, but I'd be really interested to know, Now I know that men and women are different, and so certain things, of course, have to be different, but like specifically this serum, why was it altered for women? Um. Yeah, I, w- I would just like to know, so if anyone knows, let me know, and then I'm going to, of course, try to do a little research on my own. Now, Project Sentry. An attempt at recreating the super soldier serum, magnifying its effects a thousand times over, this began in March of 1947, as a part of a joint American-Canadian government operation. This thing ain't no good gonna come from this show. (laughs) The end result was the Golden Century Serum, which was ingested by a meth addict named Robert Reynolds, (laughs) I'm sorry, who broke into a laboratory containing the formula in search for drugs. Now, I know that this is comics. And I know that, you know, sometimes you just got to get from point A to point B. But how did this meth addict get into this? How did he get into this lab? Like, aren't labs usually, like, heavily armored? Well, I mean, maybe not. This is 1941. I don't know. But I was like, how does this meth addict? I don't know. So this guy, Robert Reynolds, consumed the compound intending to get high. And obtained remarkable solar based human abilities. (laughs) Got him. Now all samples of the serum were destroyed afterwards and the program was shut down since the project's personnel were terrified of the unprecedented effect of the serum's unauthorized use and those implications that Reynolds could share the powers with others. Which that seems that seems kind of counterproductive. Like, if we know that this meth addict has broken into the lab, taken this serum, and now he's super powerful, why would we not continue to work on this serum to perfect it? Like, if we were all. It, mm, we see that the work we've done works. Maybe not to the exact degree that we want, because maybe he took too much, took it wrong, took it too early before it was like finally done, or whatever, but we see that it works, like, why wouldn't we continue working, just move the lab, like get more I don't know, that seems that seems weird like, what's the point if you're gonna give up like that, and this also reminds me of Hannah the the movie and series Hannah um, I watch it on Prime, I'm not sure what channel it uh, officially appeared on, or if Prime was it, but it reminds me of Hannah get into that now, Grand Director In 1953, the man who would become the Grand Director flew to Germany. He examined the files on Major Kerfoot, a Nazi espionage officer in the SS. He discovered that the papers contained the original super soldier formula, which is like, really? Are we sure? Is this a retcon? Now, he revealed his discovery to certain high officials in the U.S. government and made a deal where he would become the new Captain America and act as a symbol during the Korean War. How the original Super Soldier Super Soldier Forum me, formula, Jesus Christ, came to be in the possession of the Nazis is unknown. Which well, I was an unknown somebody dropped the ball. Shit. <laughs> Especially as Erskine died without fully committing the Super Soldier Formula to paper. Which has me like, what kind of a retcon is it? Now that's something that I don't like. I like I like me a good little retcon, a little, little head cannon shift, but I just don't like when you don't tie up all those loose ends um don't do it for the sake of doing it and don't do it for the sake of like oh we could say that we have the original formula like sure but i don't know something about that i don't like i guess because i'm, I'm kind of married to the idea that cap is the only one with that original formula and it makes everyone else after it, it makes it seem as if people have really been putting in that work to make this these other versions of the serum happen so that we still get super soldiers but if we don't have the i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe i'm I'm a little weird but y'all let me know what you think do you agree with me where caps should have that original first and only serum or do you think that no fuck it share the wealth everybody should have that original formula let me know so yeah so man power man process power man power man now Dr. Noah Bernstein created the electrobiochemical system. It was based on his father's work, who was a Nazi. Like God damn, all his friends, <laughs> bro. All these all these Nazis, fam. Like what is going on? Oh man. Okay. It was based on his father's work, who was a Nazi scientist working on duplicating the super soldier serum. The electrobiochemical system was created to stimulate human cell regeneration. He created it to heal any wound, cure any disease, and even halt the aging process. The project was funded by a grant from none other than Stark Industries. So they was working with Nazis, huh? Ooh. His first subject was when he worked for the United States Army as a surgeon in Vietnam, where he experimented, uh, produced the CIA operative Warhawk. Another black man. Later looking for test subjects at Surgeon Prison, or Seagate Prison rather, he recruited Carl Lucas as a volunteer for experiment, experimental cell regeneration based on a variant of the super soldier process. He had previously used to put on War Warhawk. Mm, War y'all, y'all know I can't talk. <laughs> Dr. Bernstein immersed Lucas in an electrical field conducted by an organic chemical compound When he left Lucas unattended, prison guard Albert Rackham misused the experiment's controls, hoping to maim or even kill Lucas. Like, man, whew. And I think we saw this in Luke Cage, in Luke Cage season one, the Netflix series. Lucas's treatment was accelerated past its intent, inducing body-wide enhancements that gave him superhuman strength and durability. Now, Bushmaster kidnapped Dr. Bernstein He forced Bernstein to mutate him as he had mutated Luke Cage, but was nonetheless defeated and soon became paralyzed by the process. Which is like, damn. So, Bushmaster later died when he was turned into a metal-like substance after his last attempt to find a cure by reversing the process that gave Luke Cage his powers had failed. This reverted him to permanently immobilized. So, that's like, man, that's intense. So, we get this new version of the super soldier serum where you enhance this. Oh man. So I wonder like, I know again, I know it's comics. I know this was the intent was to have Luke Cage be this type of person, but I wonder if like he hadn't have been accelerated because the homeboy tried to kill him. What type of, would it just be super fast, super strong? Would you not have that impermeable skin? Interesting. Now, Cruz McIver the son of Bushmaster, after he was confident that the process wouldn't kill him like the other subjects, augmented himself using his father. But his plan backfired and only granted more power to his father, who in turn used that power to kill his own son, who oh, Lord, and also drained Iron Fist of his powers, which is like damn. So now this has just become a magical compound that can do whatever the story needs at this point. <laughs> However, the absorption and accumulation of so much power was too great for Bushmaster, and he exploded as a result. Which, you live some, you win some, and you live to blow up another day. Alright, so let's move on to the Anti-Cap. The Navy was attempting to make its own version of the Captain America serum using the AVX patch. This is mm, something I'm going to butcher. Aestovacidol. Aestovacidol. Yeah, that sounds about right. This was loosely based off of the process that uh, Luke Cage went under. Now, it was hoped that continuous applications of the patch would be more comfortable and more controllable in dosage and keep the subject from going rogue. Unfortunately, the process seems to aggravate anti-CAP's mental problems. Whew, okay. Now, Patriot Eli Bradley... The leader of the Young Avengers was the nephew of Josiah X and grandson of Isaiah Bradley he claimed that he received a blood transfusion from his grandfather gaining the same enhanced abilities which I actually like that like as far as origin stories go I do like this idea that he needed a blood transfusion got it from his grandfather and now he's superpowered I, re- I do like that now but in truth he was using the mutant growth hormone. Uh, And that is all covered in the Eli Bradley episode. That's in um, issue 30 of Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, He was using the mutant growth hormone. Soon the truth came out and he quit the team. Because he was doing drugs. (laughs) But he came to the rescue of his friends during his subsequent battle between the Kree and the Skrull forces. Now the Young Avengers and the New Avengers. Patriot used himself to shield Captain America from gunfire. Which like, sir, why would you do that? And was severely injured. After the battle, Captain America rushed to the hospital to give Eli a blood transfusion only to discover another Captain American, Eli's father, excuse me, Eli's grandfather, had already given Eli his blood. Since the transfusion, Eli has gained physical attributes and powers of a real super soldier. So I like that too, uh, because it then throws another kind of variation in the game. So we have the original Captain America serum. We have the alternate versions that have been created over the years. Then we have the Luke Cage version, which I think was like an offshoot of one of the alternates because the process was so different. And then we have how you can get a blood transfusion. So it's like, if you can get your hands on the blood of a super soldier, you can create your own stuff. But I think it also allows you to, let's say, take the blood from Captain America, but not get the exact same formula. He's been alive for years. His body and cells have regenerated. He's going through all these different changes. Who's to say that you use his blood and you get the exact formula you could get something that's a variation it could be stronger it could be weaker but again i do like this idea that cap is you know the only one uh jacob erskine dr jacob erskine the grandson of dr abraham erskine tried to use the super soldier serum to cure cancer which there we go finally somebody doing the real work all these motherfuckers been using the serum to create these soldiers and fight each other this man is actually putting it to good use trying to cure cancer Come on. Um, American Kaiju. Todd Ziller was a volunteer in the new super soldier process. They could not recreate the serum, so the army used existing transformative substances. The final result included gamma enhancements, mutant growth hormone, PIM particles, and the Connors formula. The result of the serum was Ziller's body turned him into a giant reptile, think of Godzilla for which he was given the alias American Kaiju which damn this messed up so that's a brief little overview of the history now let's move into alternate realities so there's a few of those now of course the original Super Soldier Serum was created back in Earth 616 our regular Marvel Universe so on Earth 138 on a punk rock themed reality of 138 Carl Morgenthau was injected with the Super Insurgent serum to become Captain Anarchy. Like, what? <laughs> Weapon X is Maverick's homeworld, Earth uh, 1287. Within this universe of its deceased David North, the alternate version of the Super Soldier serum had been developed by the harsh government of this world's science division. Um, this was in a gigantic think tank. Now, the item of interest was clearly the superior product. Uh, most of the other timelines given that gave it vastly enhanced powers to anyone who ingested it at the cost of severe physiological structural breakdown so pretty much your body broke down you pretty much ended up looking like a corpse Um, hence the motto many soldiers in the service of the alien insurrection earth's defenses forces when it comes your time to die you sing your death song and die like a hero going home which i don't i don't like that (laughs) In short, it grants you one phenomenal superhuman capability at the cost of your life. Golly. So a Brazilian mutant in the reluctant service of a criminal arms dealer by the name of Volga used his powers for the theft and allocation of weapons tech across the infinite realities. On his employer's behalf, he did all this horrible shit. Now, when he first presented this product to the billionaire weapon enthusiast, he couldn't help but to over be a little eager to field test this effects. Now, doing this forced the former serv forced. Golly, forced the former's servitude. Now, after a few years off the record with experimentation with the serum, we dubbed by as many as the Volga effect. Now, with the Volga effect, it weaponizes the mutant genome in order to bestow more stabilized, st- mm, self-destructive superpowers. Pretty much, you don't want to take the serum in this reality. You are going to die. Like, it's almost guaranteed that you're going to die in a painful death. So, if you over there on Earth uh, 138, stay away from there. Uh, so moving on to the Ultimate Universe, that's Earth-1610. The Ultimate lines uh, simplify many random elements by having many of the world's superheroes connected to Captain America's Super Soldier Serum in one form or another. Which I think is smart, especially if you're trying to get a handle on all of the superpowered people. It's not so many different origin stories, especially if you can bring it all back to the one source, Captain America. Now, the Hulk was accidentally created while Dr. Bruce Banner was trying to recreate the serum. Norman Osborn accidentally created Spider-Man while attempting the same thing with the Oz formula, which later mutated him into the Goblin. Weapon X and the entire mutant race were created as the Canadian's response to the serum, and so on, resulting in the International Super Soldier Escalation and treaties being proposed to curb it, which again, like that, that lends itself to so many other stories that can be t- man, I don't know i I like that now, several Spider-Man rogues were subjects of a secret illegal super soldier experiment. Captain America's illegitimate son with Gale Richards, was born with the serum in his DNA. now uh this was after his father, Captain America, presumed dead during World War II and taken from his mother. The son is raised on an army base where he appears to be pretty well adjusted, physically superior, and tactically brilliant. greatly resembles his father however his easygoing personality was just a ruse it was a lie it was all a lie around the age of 17 he kills over 200 men on the base and cuts off his own face which leaves him with a red skull to reject his father which can we escape the red skull y'all like what is this what even is this now Lieberman was another person subjected to the serum but on a night out, he was involved in a fire scene and bravely rescued 57 fire victims. But after saving them, he suddenly died. His body was taken back to Triskelion and I, I know I said that right and privately examined in which the, excuse me, the cause of his death was determined to be due to his nervous system collapsing from the strain of the super soldier serum. So that's another thing that I like. Though we have Captain America as this quote-unquote perfect being, perfect man, I do like the idea that along with the Super Soldier Serum comes these side effects that are detrimental. They're they're hard. They're terrifying. And this is, you know, things that actually happen. You know, football players who get their head knocked off too many goddamn times. Folks with PTSD who've seen some shit overseas and in wars. It's like, there's a lot of things that have these uh mental and physical uh costs to pay. And I like that the Super Soldier Serum, though it gives you this, powerful effect, you still got side effects that you you gotta deal with sometimes. And I think it also speaks to the fact that not one not two two humans are not the same. So even if we say the serum that Cap got, um let's say we recreated it and gave it to a bunch of different people, everybody is not Steve Rogers. Like physically you may just have different makeup what happens if you give it to a person who has alcoholism a history of alcoholism in their family somebody with diabetes somebody with sickle cell you know somebody with aids somebody with you know mental disorders like what does that serum how does it react to that person versus the next Mm, man so anywho uh, Lieberman's ascension Uh, ju- 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 what else where we leave off at I- 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 okay so however Lieberman's ascension to become uh, Captain America and his sudden death wasn't the first time that S.H.I.E.L.D. had been trying to replicate super soldiers like Cap and that other candidates like Lieberman perished with similar results now furious at the invasion of Iraq by American super soldiers uh, scrawny mm, as a Azerbaijanine, I think I said that right, teenager, uh, Abdul al-Rahman, man, y'all, again, butchering these names, my apologies. Now, this teenager, Abdul, volunteered to undergo medical treatments to gain superhuman abilities that would allow him to strike back at America. Now, the treatments were successful, and uh, Abdul rapidly gained muscle mass and athletic physique. He was the first person since Steve Rogers to be positively responded to by that super soldier serum, which that's cool too. Like, you know, I'm going after this country that has really did some stuff, did a number on my own. Now we have our own Captain America. I like that. Now in Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, this is Earth 8096. In this universe, Steve Rogers was recruited by Colonel Chester Phillips to join the super soldier program due to unbreakable fighting spirit and strong will. Through the Super Soldier Serum created by Dr. Abram Erskine, Soldier Steve Rogers was transformed into Captain America. This is pretty much, feels like the same history of the Serum in 616, but this is in the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes universe. Um, also, we get to the Spider-Man, the animated series. That's Earth 92131. 92, one, That has to be the same Earth distinction for the X-Men animated series, I would imagine. I'd have to look that up. Now, in this universe, the super soldier formula created Captain America and was destroyed by Nazi spies. However, other scientists were able to create an imperfect version of the serum. Thus, each five volunteers were affected differently. See, again, it's going to respond differently. With their own unique powers, which were very different from Captain America's. Also, their powers weren't permanent and they were forced to ration their powers with keys. The five volunteers and Captain America's formed the six American warriors. As a 13-year-old boy during uh World War II, John Hardesky, ah, Hardesky was tricked by Nazi- oh, God. was tricked by Nazis into spying on the creation of Captain America memorizing the formula used to create him. However, he then realized that he had been tricked and refused to reveal the formula to the Red Skull, fleeing. Why wouldn't you just give him the wrong formula? Like, I don't get it. I do not get it. If there are five ingredients, give him one and make up four others. Like, how do you... <laughs> that And that takes me to, and this is another tangent, watching Jack, Zack Snyder's Justice League There is a moment, spoiler alert, where Steppenwolf has his hands on an Atlantean. And he's like, where's the mother box? You've been near it. I can smell it on you. This fool says, no son or daughter of Atlantis is ever going to give you the location of the mother box. Just lie to him. I don't know. Maybe it's me. I've never been to war. I've never had to, you know, fight a country. So maybe it's different. But I'm like, just lie like just just don't understand why wouldn't you lie? So Steppenwolf throws him against this big rock and this man is knocked out cold. Like it's just just give the wrong information. Like you're st- you still plan on fleeing, so flee, but like reduce the harm that is going to I don't know. I don't know. Now Hardesky grew up <laughs> to be the cat, a highly experienced burglar. He also fathered a daughter named Felicia. When he was caught in the midst of a jewel theft, the cat was incarcerated in S.H.I.E.L.D., partly to protect his knowledge of the super soldier formula. Years later, though, he was abducted from custody by the kingpin, who attempted to force him to reveal the formula. Hardesky did so <laughs> after the crime lord kidnapped his daughter and recreated the serum, was tested out on her. As a result, Felicia became the crime fighter known as the Black Cat. Teamed up with Spider-Man to save her father, who then allowed himself to be taken back into SHIELD custody to protect his knowledge. Which, I love me some Felicia Hardesky, man. So we also have, and I don't know why I didn't know this was the distinction, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Earth. This is Earth 99999... uh, What? What? I don't like that number. So Dr. Abraham Erskine developed the Super Soldier Serum, While working in Germany, however, a Nazi general named Joanne Schmidt, known as the Red Skull, used the serum to increase... We went over all this. You already know. Now, Bucky's incarceration in a Hydra prison, he was also injected with the Super Soldier Serum, which gave him enhanced physical abilities, similar to Captain America. This allowed him to survive the fall from the Swiss Alps later after being discovered by Hydra. In 1991, operatives have learned that Howard Stark has recre- recreated five more super soldier serum vet mm. Then in the 21st century, General Ross of the U.S. Army revived the Biotech Force Enhancement Program, a secret project set up after the relative failure of Project Rebirth. As of 2013, scientists recreated a version of the serum as part of the Project Centipede, which was designed to give a person superhuman abilities... This serum was a mixture of gamma radiation and the extremist virus with technology from the Chitaroi? Chitto Chitari. Ch- Yo, fam, Chitari! I said <laughs> The Chitari. So all that, all that being said, we have had a wild ride with this Super Soldier serum. So I'm going to go over a list of people. This isn't the full list, but I mentioned a few up top. We have Protocide, Captain America, Isaiah Bradley, Warrior Woman, Josiah X, Destroyer, Masterman, Grand Director, Nomad, Luke Cage, Anticap, Patriot, Taskmaster, Bushmaster, Warhawk, Black Widow, Union Jack, Free Spirit, Derek Wayne Scroft, Codename Bravo, Underworld, Destroyer, Masterman, Max Lomer, Captain Midlands, Victorious, X the Marvel, Bro... There have been a shit ton of people infected by this super soldier serum. (laughs) So, I don't know, man. Let me know what you guys think. Did you learn something new today? Does some of the events of comics history that you know of make a little bit more sense? Or even the MCU version, does it make a little bit more sense? Um, I did learn, you know, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I went over this a few times and ranging from 1940 to present day. The Super Soldier Serum is actually something that I I like. Especially if you're not going to default to, like, mutant powers. And I think the Super Soldier Serum is just a nice, easy, clean way. Even with its many different variations to say, like, let's create this person. The fact that Luke Cage and Captain America have not vastly different, but, like, slightly different power sets. I like that. You know, and that's all from trying to recreate this god darn dangom formula so yeah yeah <laughs> that's been that's been it so tell me this though with the super soldier serum and the formula and the process and we've seen it in the mcu with <sighs> captain america do we need it in the mcu going forward like is it like with everything that we've gone over do you feel like it would be detrimental Like, would it get in the way? Or... Like, how should it be used at all? Because we got a lot of characters that Marvel hasn't even brought up yet. And I'm sure that they're planning on using that we haven't even gotten to the mutants. Do you think it'll be a bit convoluted to have more of Super Soldier Serum involved, especially when they're going to bring these mutants into the MCU? I'd like to know your thoughts. For me, um... I like it. I think if we're going to do it in the MCU, we need to streamline it to, let's say, like Bucky has it. Let's say Cap has it. Um, I don't think the Luke Cage Netflix, that procedure had anything to do with the Super Soldier Serum. If I'm incorrect, please let me know, but I don't think it did. I think if we're going to use it, it has to be clearly defined. As what it is. Because now when you get into the mutant powers of it all. And we have all these different types of people. And types of powers. it I don't want it to be confused. So that's my take on it. Alrighty, well, thank you guys for listening in to this issue of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Please be sure to check out other shows on this platform. The podcast has been going strong for a couple of years now. Thank you all for supporting me and for listening and for being there. Thank you for being a listener. Travel down the road and back again. <laughs> uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, I am on YouTube now doing some live reviews. There's been a learning curve, you know, there was a learning curve with, with the podcast, there's a learning curve with the visual elements. Um, right now, under my belt at the time of this recording, I do have a full WandaVision I had a WandaVision of Love review that is up on YouTube. Um, Black Lightning season four, the farewell season. It is up there as well with my co host Cole Jackson. Shout out to Gutman Name Podcast. Um, what else? There should be one, maybe even two episodes of the Captain Winter Soldier, Captain Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier <laughs> uh, podcast. And, you know, there's a few more things to come. So please. Be sure to check out and subscribe to Carefree Black Nerd's YouTube channel. I would appreciate that. So until next time, guys, I want you to follow me on Twitter, Carefree Blurred. Use the hashtag CBM Pod. Send me your questions, comments, concerns. Let's get these conversations popping, you know. And um carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com if you want to email me. I know everyone doesn't want their business and conversations on the TL uh, or in the DMs, so you can email me as well and leave those reviews. Leave me those reviews, give me those five stars, and the reviews that are left, I will read on the show, if you'd like to get yours read, yeah, so until next time guys, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and please, oh please, stay away from the super soldier serum, because <sighs> the shit just ain't, something in the water ain't clean, all right.